so I have a kind of a two or three part question um in doing this like during doing this process of creating this piece not just the the whole organization itself but each piece that you create is a process like all of our art processes um do you find your own healing in in doing this creation process um have you seen um healing from families in the create creative process that you that you guys make and also the artists other artists that you work with do they find any healing in the process themselves as well good question I I think the artists you know I've always gotten a lot out of every portrait I did so it was this past Christmas when I did a few of them again it it was really satisfying to do them because I I don't know if I can explain it. it you know you're it's just like you're trying to reach in and pull out a soul and I I would even talk to the portraits even when I'm doing them like you know come on let's let's do this for your mom because how um how do I know if I'm really it's hard to do it from a photo you know am I getting that person or not so and I've encouraged artists that it's okay to communicate with the family by email if they need another photo if they need to know a little something I know an artist just found out she had a portrait and and the boy's hair was kind of up in two like ponytail things and she wanted to know if you know the mom liked that and so I said we'll just you know reach out to her and and see what she says and turns out she really liked it that he his hair was when he wore his hair more like loose in 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 some dreadlocks and so they did that you know and um yeah the artists tell me they've had the same experience that it's it's humbling and it's satisfying to bring this portrait to life. And there's, you know, it's, it's different than a photograph. Like, you know, you go to a gallery or whatever, and you look at a portrait, there's a lot of other things that can kind of come through a painting. Um, I, I almost feel sometimes like even in, you know, the, you look at it a different way and you see a different expression or it is that Mona Lisa idea about like what's behind the smile and in the expression, you know, we, we've had some really talented artists that have captured really subtle expressions and brought a person's, you know, kept, I, I guess just, you know, those portraits are keeping those kids in our alive. It, it, they are. And, um, yeah, I have, I have a few artists that just keep asking to do more. I, I have a friend out in Texas. Um, and I called on him again at Christmas cause I was, I was trying to do there were two sisters and I just couldn't do it. I, I have daughters. Maybe that was, I just, I just couldn't do it. And so I called on him and, um, and he did a beautiful job. And, you know, I know that he, I'm like, well, you know, do you know another artist that you want to, but he wants to do them. You know, I, I think that's part of it for some of us, for some of us, it is, um, you know, you've got this gift to be able to, to do a portrait and, 
to be able, I think every artist that's donated one is just as outraged as, as I am that, that this happens, right? So it's something you can do. It's something that we know how to do. So we're trying to use the gift we have. I think I had like another random, it's a little bit off, but um, have you had anybody outside of the country reach out to you? Yeah, I think we actually had some British artists do a couple of portraits after that BBC um, interview. Um, I'd have to go back through it all, probably of some Chicago children, I think. We've done now, there are nine Chicago quilts, and there are eight St. Louis area quilts. We we do combine for St. Louis. We combine portraits of children from you know the East Side and the West, and it's Illinois, Missouri. There, I can really separate that out. So, with all of this said and considered, Christine, what uh, you know you you've been at this for ten years. Uh, what are the next What does the next decade for Faces Not Forgotten potentially look like? Real, and I ask fully aware uh that you know you said that you're uh, sort of fly by the seat of your pants thing but uh you know to the point of you bringing up like painted black stl like is there is there more of a desire than to based off of that example anyway is there more of a desire to uh establish sort of more and i don't want to say more meaningful to downplay anything else uh that's 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 been worked on and experienced but um is is there a desire for more meaningful and uh perhaps effective is the word to use partnerships and collaborations here in st louis yeah yeah i really um i hope that like I would, I would love to work with you and I would love to engage more artists of color to do portraits. Uh, we have had like Christian Fitzgerald, you know, and, and Kababi and, and we've had um, a mixture of artists of, but I, I would say primarily our artists would have been white to say it, you know, like in Chicago, you know, all these portraits of children from the South side being done by artists from the North side. The cool thing about that is the connection that they make when they meet and this caring for each other and this relationship and people staying in touch with each other. But I think there's a disconnect there too, that I would like to be able and I, and, and I think some of it is a disparity of in that case, like, they were our wealthier artists that are able to donate, you know, their time and materials and this, you know, the month it takes to complete that, that portrait um, versus an artist possibly, you know, that is, that is struggling to, to financially make it right. So um, more collaborations, more collaborations, more. I'm, I'm open and would love more suggestions and ideas. And, you know, like um, this idea of the permanent uh, wall installation that I'm hoping that Ann and I will be able to do because then we wouldn't even, you know, that would be permanently up there as a memorial um, 
to see and as you you know, all the time. I, I've known mural artists and I've kind of wondered, would it be cool if we could do painted on the walls? I just don't know how that would feel if those deter because murals deteriorate. And I'm not sure how I feel about that, if that's respectful enough. Um, I mean, I've been very protective of the project, probably. Um, I hope that hasn't come off as as guarded or not willing to collaborate. Some of it sometimes I think is I'm, I'm just so busy in it and I don't live in the city that I don't know everything else that's going on or get a chance to... Um, to be a part of everything that's going on. Like, yeah, this year, I don't think I've even been in the city. You know, I've been in my house. Um, I, I think the, I hope that the future is going to hold a lot more collaborations and, and ideas that I don't even know yet then of what that would be. What, what should this look like? Um, I was protective of it, you know, early on with, you know, one person wanted to, you know, reproduce all the photos, all the, um, yeah, I, I guess all the portraits that we have as kind of little pins or, um, so people could wear them as a button. But I just, I have been, I guess, like a mother hen kind of very protective of, I think a lot about the dignity of the individual lives we're talking about here. And they can, you know, that's why we we've not done a portrait of a child that the family did not come to us. You know, we've um, we would not do that because I I have seen the trauma that that causes if someone suddenly sees their child's um, Jemiah, you know, and Ferguson. Well-meaning people did lots of reproductions of that little girl, um, but not all with but some of that was traumatizing and, and that happens to these families. So I am protective, I guess, of what, I guess I will hold ownership. You know, I have, a, I, and I worry about that as I am getting older and it is harder. I really need my board to expand. Um, that would be great. I am open to anyone joining my board. Um, I know we're trying to do a collaboration with StoryCorps because we have done a few recordings where we have we have about five of them where families we worked with the um, St. Louis American um, I can't think of the reporter we worked with the, one of the reporters and he did interviews with the families and those are there's a QR code on the panel of the child who um, it's the family talking about that child. So now StoryCorps is interested in working with us, and we have about nine families right now. Again, I thought that was a really small number, but they say that's great. I'm, so I'm like, okay, we put a call out. You know, would you like to? Would you like to be part of StoryCorps? And that's going to be so cool because all of StoryCorps is permanently archived, and those family those stories will remain forever so how how cool is that That's really cool. so yeah so i'm in history yeah so i think we've got a um a couple of volunteers to try to help us uh put that together i really do administer the whole thing myself i have a designer that does the takes that physical um we pay a designer to superimpose the image of the 
of the portrait on the handkerchief image and then I pay a printer to print them. But then I hand paint back on them and I hand tie them all together and I write every child's name on them and all the information about them. And I, you know, I, I probably hold on too tight. I would like to figure out how to let go a little more. I, I have a board. They're kind of tired from COVID and everything else too. I have a young woman that just came to us, Janessa, doing Twitter. Thank God, she's amazing. So um, I won't really be on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you. I really get it. Even know what that is, you know. (laughs) Our Instagram account is kind of lost because we did have um, we had a young. A young man volunteer, but he went on to New York State or something. We kind of lost track of him and it. But you know, we're we're a little bored. Um, my oldest daughter is keeping up the website for us, and you know, it's just we're a lot tinier, I think, than people think we are. You know, like, like it has to come in the the submission of the photo has to come in through our link on our Facebook. We have what's on our website. You can. Down, you can go to the link and it's a Google spreadsheet. So it opens up this form, which, you know, another daughter's boyfriend set up for me and that it has to come in that way so that I have, um, with my eyes can keep track of each person and each child and all the information's there. And the family gives us, um, a permission in that form to use a copy of the image to raise awareness to to make the quilts and also in that form we acknowledge that there will be no profit made from these quilts and um and that they will be used respectfully etc you know so that has always been a really important part of the project to me like if our families aren't comforted if this is not working for them this project will stop yeah i think that's beautiful that you um you can already tell it just from talking to you about all this is just there's so much love that that you put into this and so much uh intention just to to give to the families and especially the mothers that have lost their children and i really respect that you are all about the consent of the family because that's so important because like you said, it's very traumatizing for the families to just have that keep going. And then like, you don't know who's selling it, who's making money that I it's, it gets wild and it gets very out of hand very quickly. So I like just really respect that. That's, that's where you're at. You, you feel like you're guarded, but I, I respect the hell out of it, honestly. (laughs) Well, I I appreciate that because that's been a hard one through the years. I mean, people have been angry with me that I would not release images or whatever. And, um, and I, or that we would not do, um, you know, very, do portraits of like the Sandy Hook children or something, you know, like that, or, or Michael Brown. But, you know, with the fam, that, those families all deserve their privacy and their respect. And this is a real person you know, I, I know artists, you know, there's always that, eh, there's that funny thing. There's a fine line with artists that as an artist, we feel we have the right to use whatever imagery we want because um, we're artists and we, we have, you know, um, I, I guess I'm, 
on that level, I feel more like a social worker or something like I don't feel that I have that right. And I don't, I do have a little bit of journalism background way, way, way back there too. And, and I know people can be hurt by, um, by misrepresentation and, and all of that. Um, you know, even, um, yeah, I mean, even my own story, that was probably, it was in the news when it happened many, many years ago and it was painful, you know, painful. So that, um, that's a part that I can't let the reins go until I know, you know, I hope I'll, I am getting older and I would like more, I would really like some help and I would really like to find someone. And I found people that are doing similar things there. Um, Shaquitha in with Rizpa in, in Washington, DC, we talk a lot. Um, but she is doing a pretty, and we collaborate a lot. We've done Washington DC quilts and Tennessee quilts and Virginia quilts. She's doing portraits like I'm doing. So we didn't actually do those portraits. She did them for the families, but got permission for us to make it into a quilt. So that has allowed us to, you know, accelerate our, our, my dream of 50 States because I would, would love to take them all. I would love to have them all be in Washington, DC in the portrait gallery because to give them the honor of, of being seen there, you know, I've been there to see, there've been exhibits of, uh, national projects about, um, you know, veterans and soldiers. There've been other national projects that have made it there. And I'm like, I would really like these kids to be in the hallowed grounds of that. But if that doesn't happen, that's fine. They'll be where they need to be. Um, I, I will need to hand it off someday. My husband does point that out to me that I'm not getting any younger and that, um, but I hope that I'll find somebody. I, I don't think it's going to end. I don't want it to end. And, uh, unfortunately the numbers have gone in the opposite direction. Right. And I know COVID's part of that, but wow, right now gun violence is, is just out of control. So um, I don't see the need for this ending yet. And yeah, and and the artists like, yeah, they blow me away that they just keep showing up too. Like this would end if I did not have hundreds of artists around the country that keep saying, send me another photo, send me another photo, you know, or I wanna be part of this too. and wow, you know, um, the, the gift that they just give and I want to pay them. I really do. And I, I kind of hate to keep taking from them because as an artist, I also, you know, I, I really respect that about what you guys are doing. And I'm really excited that people came together and found a way to fundraise so that you can pay your artists because that's important. So last question uh, Christine, where can, how can we support Faces Not Forgotten in, in any way possible? And where can we find you all on uh, the social medias? Well, we have a Facebook page that is, it's actually, 
you can find it under the Faces Project or Faces Not Forgotten because the project began as the Faces Project. Um, and then our name was changed to Faces Not Forgotten. So, and then the website is also Faces Not Forgotten. And on the website and the face pinned at the top of the Facebook page and on the website that you can find the format so that anyone can submit a photo. Usually it needs to be a, someone who can give permission. So a family member or close friend of a victim to ask for a portrait and they just, you know, open up that link and there it lets them upload a photo and give us some information and in in something about the child's story. So we're trying to be out there on Instagram as Faces Not Forgotten also, I think, um, and Twitter. I would love to hear from anybody and everybody on all thoughts for the project. Um, my email, you just have my personal email is uh, christine.iluski at gmail. I hope to be flooded with email. That would be great. Um, you can also contact me through the website. Just there's a con how to contact us spot there too and i yeah i welcome any thoughts and suggestions and support it would be wonderful awesome thank you so much yeah thank you for your for your time yeah thank you so much and again i'm i'm really really honored and grateful that you guys thought of us and thought of me to talk to and i hope that that I get to know more people. I, I, like I said, I'm a little bit too um, stuck in my house and may, and probably missing projects that I need to know about, you know? Well, that, that goes for all of us or a lot of us <laughs> like to think for the record, but uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can make something happen with, with this. I think this is uh, what, what, I was excited for this episode in particular because this is, and I'm trying to think back to make sure that I got it right. This is an issue that we haven't touched on on this show uh, that is, you know, it, it. I would argue it is St. Louis's biggest, uh, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe not that, one of their biggest uh, issues that I, you know, think really needs some addressing because, you know, while folks think, oh, well, it's only, you know, that has nothing to do with me to pair, to put it simply, it actually does uh, in a lot of ways, if nothing else, you know, so folks should really start to pay attention to this. And, you know, even, even looking past being affected, it's like, you know, we, we, we do all of this hashtagging, you know, to the point that you were saying earlier, Christine, we, we raise all this hell about other things outside of, you know, places we live in, in a lot of cases these days without realizing or even really grasping the idea that this same shit is happening down the street and no one seems to care. Uh, so I, I, for one, per, on a personal level, am happy to, uh, you know, have talked about this and really happy to, to put this out there for folks to hopefully you know support a lot more well thank you yeah it's it's time for people to open open their eyes and see and and it's enough enough right mm -hmm. you know we're there's who would all these who would all these beautiful babies be you know it, they 
they might have been an amazing teacher. They might have been, you know, they might have been the, the mailman, the doctor, the lawyer, the mom, the dad, the, you know, a whole lot of unknown, a whole lot. The, the loss is just really unfathomable and it, it is on the shoulders of us all. It really is. Well, listen, Christine, thank you again for your time. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you to the listeners for your continued patience. I know we have, uh, you know, really been inconsistent with releasing these episodes. Uh, the fact of the matter is we all have lives to live and we all got shit to take care of. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> to those of you who uh, listen all the way through this episode and continue to be faithful to the programming, uh, thank you to Critical for the music for the thousandth time, ever talented. Uh, and again, thank you, Christine, for talking with us. And with that said, we are STL by Design. And uh, unless any of you have something else to say, I think I think that's that. Stay classy, St. Louis.